Welcome to the Dream Plan Start Grow Show, where the goal is to provide you tips and tools to create and execute your business plan for success. Welcome back to the Dream Plan Start Grow Show. My name is Allison Turner. I created this show to help other business owners or aspiring business owners be their best by interviewing other entrepreneurs on how they got started, kind of the challenges they faced over the course of their career and the su successes that they have had. Today, I am honored to have with me Nanette Jenkins of Alula Wellness. I met a Nanette at the 10X Business Conference, and I know it's not, it's called something like that, uh, but in South Florida, and I've talked about that on here before, as well as on some other videos, but I always love other entrepreneurs and business owners that are trying to level up their game, which is why I invited you on this show. So how did you get started? I know your company was originally called something else and then changed to Alula Wellness. So how did you get started with it? Um, well, it was actually 11 years ago uh, this year, April 20th of this year will be 11 years ago that I was a high school math teacher. I had been struggling with my weight personally for uh, 20 years before that. And I had a personal breakthrough with my own weight loss. I lost 50 pounds in 70 days using um, a protocol um, from a doctor, uh, Dr. Simeons. And um, I had so much success and so many people were asking me about it. And at the time, uh, I would just tell them what I was doing, get them all excited, give the business card to the guy that I had uh, done my weight loss with. And probably about after 15 people or so, I called this guy and said, I need to get in on this. <laughs> First of all, I love what I'm doing. I, I love talking to people about it. It's very exciting. They keep coming to my class after school, you know, my classroom after school, asking me for advice and coaching and all that. And I really enjoyed it. You know, I, I was a teacher at heart and I, that's what I was doing. I felt like I was teaching people how to actually lose weight. And this was a subject that was literally the bane of my existence. And I never thought in a million years, I'd be able to help anybody else uh, with losing weight. And that's what I did. I started it. Um, I started as a wholesaler from him and uh, I worked my butt off for like three months straight, you know, literally night and day, not going to bed till one in the morning, getting up to go teach, you know, and getting people started and coaching people over the phone whenever I could, talking to people all the time, getting people enrolled. Um, and I would say by, oh my goodness, June, I had to start thinking about if I could do this, you know, if I could do both things because it was just so going so fast. So by September of uh, 2012, I resigned from my teaching position to do this full time. Wow. So that's after losing, you said 50 pounds in how many days? 70? 70 days. Yeah. That's and quick. that's when I said breakthrough, that, that's the name of my company. My company is it's called Breakthrough M2. Um, the Alula Wellness is my dream brand. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, Breakthrough M2 <laughs> is the name of the company. That's what you'll find on, you know on the uh, website and all that. Alula's on there too, but yeah. Yeah, I had a personal breakthrough with my weight, which like I said, I struggled for years with my weight. 
Wow, that's awesome. I mean, I know so many people that are always looking for that, I wouldn't say the magic bullet or the, you know, that one thing that'll yeah. work for them. Yeah. And I know, you know, different things work for different people, mm -hmm. but does this product typically work for most people that come to you? Yeah, it does actually. And it's funny because I was just on, on the phone with my business coach and she literally just told me today, she goes, you know, it wouldn't be wrong for you to market this as the magic bullet. <laughs> I'm like, uh, <laughs> you know, but that's because it, it does work for almost everybody. And when I say almost everybody, there are a few people that we would just say, you're not a candidate for this program, you know, pregnant nursing or people that are currently in chemotherapy. No, you know, um, and there's a few other outstanding things, you know, but honestly, it, it, it's, we can market to anybody that is willing and able to really just say, oh my gosh, I have to get this weight off. So are um, you still acting as a wholesaler of this product? No, no. Uh, about a year and a half into it, um, there were big changes in the supplement world with the FDA. And um, there were some changes that we had to make. Him and I were discussing how we were going to do it. And his solution was not okay with me. Um, you know, he basically just want to throw some stuff together, like a big weight loss soup and just say it worked when he had no idea if it was going to or not. At that point, you know, I, I can understand where he was going. It was extremely stressful, but I decided to break away from him and just figure it out on my own. And that's when I uh, got together with a, a biologist and a homeopathist. And, um, we created my two separate supplements that go together for the weight loss program. Okay. So you're yeah, no longer so I, using that, whatever his product yeah, was, I'm not created kind of a, yeah. a quote unquote similar type of product that still yeah. works. Yeah. This. One of them was similar. The other one was completely different. So okay. it was pretty exciting. And, uh, you know, the fact that these are my, my formulations, um, you know, it's not like you can buy it on Amazon or something, you know, it's, <laughs> right. it's custom and it's, I made them specifically for men, specifically for women. Um, for different emotional, uh, you know, supporting points, you know, women and men struggle differently with different stressors and why they're triggered to use a legal drug of choice, which I call food. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is you a know? drug for some people. <laughs> Absolutely. I, you know, and I can say, I mean, even me, I, you know, I know that when I am stressed, that kitchen seems to be my go-to. And it just is, and it helps me just take my mind off of it for a minute. And that is not a good thing, right? Especially if I'm grabbing for something like <laughs> cookies or whatever, I don't do that anymore. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll grab an apple or I'll grab whatever, it, something better. But the fact that I'm still, you know, sometimes <laughs> using the refrigerator as a place to calm myself down, you know, it is what it is. You know, we all struggle with certain things. We all struggle with certain triggers. And that's the one thing that I think I've made it clear to all of my clients that, you know, just because I'm the owner of a weight loss company doesn't mean I don't struggle just like everybody else does. No, <laughs> no, just because no. we're the owner of whatever company doesn't mean you have it all figured out all the time. Right. It just means you've come up with some kind of solution that will help Correct. people. So. Correct. Yeah. Which is awesome. So there's two different formulations of this then, like one for men and one for women. Yeah. Um, so when you, when you order the product, it comes with, with two bottles. One of the bottles is unisex. It goes for men and women. It's, it's the amino acids. It's a protein formula that really supports the body 
in detoxing the excess fat, the exterior fat that we see. If you can detox that fat, then your body will use that and will not allow you to use good muscle and good fat that you actually need. Because it knows you don't need your muffin top. <laughs> no good. human body needs a muffin top. And But meanwhile, all of that fat sitting there is just thousands of calories waiting to be used. So the reason why the body doesn't use it on a normal diet is because of the toxicity level in it. What, this, what my supplement helps the body do is detoxify that fat. So then when you go on a low calorie diet, that is the fat the body will tap into. You know, because people always say, well, low calorie diet, I'm going to lose weight. Yeah, you will. But what fat are you losing? Are you losing good or are you using the stuff you don't want? So that's the difference. That's, that's the difference. And my secret sauce helps it happen. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. That's, that's a great point. So when you had to go and do your own formulation, I'm sure that cost a fair amount of money to yep. do that at the time. Did you take out kind of loans to do that? Did you have the the capital to invest? I did have it? the capital. And you know, okay. one of the reasons why was because uh, my ex-husband and I were uh, very good with saving money. We never went into anything with debt and, um, when we, when we decided that I was going to do this business, you know, I told him what I wanted to do and we both decided financially we, it would be fine. I, I actually brought all my numbers to the, uh, the chamber of commerce. I found somebody at the chamber of commerce that was willing to look at my, my numbers and tell me if this particular income for the weight loss was going to be able to match my teaching salary. And because I wasn't going to give up my teaching salary that was supporting my family for something right. that wasn't even coming close. Right. So right. when he looked at all my numbers, he called me back like a week later and he's like, yeah, we need to talk. He goes, this is good. You'll be fine. And when, <laughs> you know, we went through all that. I was like, okay, so that's my, that helped me make my decision to leave the one job and go to the other. Um, and, um, my ex-husband still had his job. Okay. So for us, you know, me mentally having that safety net was very important. You know, I didn't want to feel like I was putting my family's financial picture at risk by making this decision, even though I was just adamant that I want to do it. I literally said to him at mm -hmm. one point when we were talking, I said, if I don't do this, I literally feel like I am leaving behind a winning lottery ticket. <laughs> that's how I felt. It was so strong. And, you know, there was no argument. It was like, all right, let's try it. And what's the worst that could happen? So we took $10,000 out of our savings and we started. And then when this all happened with having to do my own formula, you know, <laughs> I'd already put back that savings at one point, you know, so okay. I was able to tap back into our savings and do it again and, you know, figure it out, which was okay. awesome. Yeah, no, that, that is awesome. And I think, you know, when you have that financial yeah. nest egg, for lack of a better word, yeah. then it becomes easier. But there are, I know there's still loan opportunities out there depending on the kind of company and depending on what you bring to the table and whatnot. So, yeah. you know, it doesn't preclude someone from doing something similar to yourself. And I just want to say that for anyone that might be listening that maybe wants to start a business, 
But I think you, like you, really knew your numbers and you verified that with someone at a chamber of commerce I did. that you would be okay, you know, yep. not only obviously investing in it, but also leaving your job to kind of exactly. do this full time. Yes. So yeah. I think that that verification, so you're not just like making some numbers up and being like, here you right. go, bank, you know, like, give me some money. <laughs> Although I don't think they'll do that anymore. I think they used to do with that a little more, but yeah, I think it's a little stricter to get money at this point in time. Yeah, I, I do too. I mean, I know we can get credit cards pretty easy sometimes, but you know, um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I know that entrepreneurs are known to, to be risk takers and, and we have to be right. But at the same time, it's one thing to take a risk, but it's another thing to jump off the cliff and not know if your parachute is even on your back. And, and I, you know, I'm, I'm not willing to do that. Like I am, I'm willing to jump off the cliff if I know my parachute works, you know, I might not know right. where I'm going to land, but at least I'm willing to do that. Um, and I think that sometimes people make decisions like that, you know, and that just adds too much stress to that person too soon. You know, give yourself a little more time, save a little more money beforehand. And you never know what is going to come into your path, your opportunity to kind of maybe enlighten you or open you up or even make the situation easier. You know, don't put that extra pressure on yourself because you're afraid you're not going to have the opportunity later. No, don't do that. You you yeah. will have the opportunity. Yeah, because sometimes it's just a matter of waiting until it's the right time. Correct. And the cards kind of all align together. Correct. As opposed to forcing the opportunity. Which yeah. I think is what you're saying is, you yeah. know, and I've seen, you know, some people are like, oh, I want it now because we live in that society that's like all about like, right the second. Yeah. I want it now. And then they put themselves at risk or whatever they do. And then they aren't, they're out of business, you know, which can happen too. And whatever, whatever the percentage is of businesses failing within, I know there's one of like three years, five years, 10 years, I think it's 97% in 10 years. So, you know, kudos to you to make past that 10 year mark. And, and you were relatively early on in your business. So if you were only in there for a couple of years, year and a half, two years, I mean, that's pretty early in a business you know, to then kind of change the course. I mean, it was yeah. the same message, but change yeah. the course and what you were doing. Yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, I definitely was, uh, uh, I was definitely stressed about it because at that point I had, uh, he had left at that point. Um, I was so busy two and a half years into it that he had left his job and come work for me. Oh, so now we have both eggs in the same basket. <laughs> I understand. And <laughs> I had a full-time person and a part-time person too, at that point. So, you know, I had a lot riding on, on, the, on that situation. So yeah, I understand, I understand <laughs> that Jack and I both, both work in the same business in this business and, uh, yeah. Sometimes I'm like, yeah, it might be easier if one of us, <laughs> if someone else was in, you know, not in this business as opposed to both of us here. Yeah. So you really have, don't have that safety net. It's correct. It's all, all or nothing. I mean, and I think that's good to some degree because it kind of pushes you to not take an easy out because yes. you're like, okay, here it is. You want to eat this, you know, today, like, <laughs> yeah. What are you going to kill to eat? <laughs> well, that's kind of how I felt. Like I went in to resign from my teaching position in my principal at the time, he, he, he just looked at me. He's like, well, don't you want to just, why don't you just take a sabbatical? And I'm like, Mm-mm. I said, I, I need, I need to sink or swim. I said, if I know that this is here for me, I said, I might not give it my all. 
right. said, nobody can take away my teaching license. I've got great, you know, experience with you guys. If you have a position open for me, I know you'll take me back. <laughs> you know, But I just, I didn't want to do that. That's why it was resign, you know, and I, I wasn't, the other thing too, like people always ask me, you gave up a teaching position, but what they don't know is that I didn't go back to school. I didn't go back to college. I didn't go to college till I was 30. And by the time I graduated, I was 36. So by the time I got into that position, I was 40 years old. I'd only been working in the school district for four years. Okay. So it wasn't like I was giving up this tremendous pension salary. <laughs> you know, I was, no. I, you know, yeah. or retirement. You know, I wasn't giving up yeah. this huge uh, pension or anything like that either. Right. You know, yeah. so. hopefully they paid more, paid better than uh, Florida, but. <laughs> in New York, yeah, they definitely pay better. T- teachers better in New York than in Florida. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, it still wasn't what I was making as a small business person for sure. Okay. Yeah. I've, I've talked to other business owners on my show that where they, I mean, I talked to a realtor, for example, who kind of had a part-time job when he started really focused on real estate a little bit more. And he found mm-hmm. that once he let go of that part-time job, it was kind of a similar situation as what you're talking about. He had a wife, you know, I think he had a son, younger son at the time that he was really all in and things started happening once he was all in. Did you, yeah. so it sounds like you found that same thing. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, and it's funny because, you know, big circle back, like right now over the last couple of years, our business is, my business has not been uh, nearly as profitable as it was. I'm, I know everybody out there can relate to that. Not everybody, not everybody, you know, did worse over the last couple of years, but a lot of us did. Um, and uh, that whole idea of energy going in one direction is just so important because right now what I'm trying to do is we're trying to get all of our efforts into marketing leads sales right now. We cannot focus on anything else until we get that straight. And I think that's why, you know, you and I met at Grant Cardone because that's why I was there. You know, Uh, I think what what attracted me to one of his videos on Facebook was the uh, funnel idea. And I'm like, oh, my God, I need a funnel. And so I started (laughs) watching him. And the next thing I know, he's having a thing over there in Miami and it's only two and a half hours. So I figured, you know what, I'm just going to go and see what this guy's all about. I don't even know him. And that was on a Wednesday and I was on, at his workshop or whatever on, on Friday or whatever yeah. it was, Friday, Saturday, whatever it was. So, yeah, it was uh, uh, it's it's important to um, get get your, you know, get all your energy going into one direction. And when you have a part time job like that, you really are split. You right. know, even though this might be old hat, you've done it forever, blah, blah, blah. It's not the point your emotions and your energy and your mental capacity is being split in two different directions. Because even if you are okay with this over here, you're not doing this over here, which is what you really want to be doing. So where is your head? Right? Yeah, exactly. And where's the mindset around that? Yes. Are you frustrated because now you got to go, right? People, they get frustrated because, Oh, I got to go to this job because paying the bills or I can't go this house right now because I got to be at this job. Right. When that stuff starts happening, you yeah, you and that's what happened to looking. Paul was he started getting you know potential buyers that wanted to see a house at a certain time while well, he was working over here, and he's like okay, and then right. obviously he would lose the client. Yep. 
And he's like, okay, I guess it's time to cut the cord. And right. I met him because at the how much beginning. is that part-time job actually yeah. costing you? <laughs> right, right. You just lost a ten thousand dollar commission, and <laughs> you just made yeah. eight hundred dollars. Exactly, <laughs> exactly, exactly. So let's talk education for a minute, because I know yeah. since we met at a conference, and then I know you just mentioned a minute ago, business coach that you were talking to. Yeah, you know how, like. Have you believed that throughout your entire kind of business journey of 11 years or has that been something more recent or what's what have you done? You know, with that? it's funny because I, I first started I, I, my business started in 2012. The first time I actually introduced any kind of outside seminars, you know, besides the Chamber of Commerce, like I would go to their some of their classes that they would give for free because there was just I mean, I was a waitress and a math teacher. I didn't know how to run a business. I mean, I might be a math teacher, but I am no accountant. There's totally different <laughs> schools of thought. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So, you know, that was not my thing. And so I would go to occasional classes that I could get, you know, the chamber that seemed to, you know, line up with what I needed or whatever. But the first time that I actually did anything outside of my zone was uh, I went to Peak's Potential event. And Peak's Potential was mm -hmm. with... Um, uh, T. Harvecker, and yeah. he used to run this Peaks Potential, right? And it was known for business, you know, seminars and stuff like that. Really, uh, real hardcore sales tactics at these events and whatever. So I went to a couple of the free events that they give, and uh, of course, I ended up buying this big, huge ten thousand dollar package <laughs> that forced me into taking like six different courses, week long courses, you know. And really what they ended up being was self-improvement courses with some very basic business ideas that I probably could have Googled, but, um, it grew me as a human. Right. And I, I would never say that they weren't worth it for sure. Right. If you ask me if they were worth it for business ideas, eh, not so much self-improvement. Hell yeah. Right. So I started doing it in 2015 and it, took me a couple of years to get through all those week long courses because they had a plan and travel and blah, blah, blah. Um, after that was over, I did some other little courses here and there. And um, then I hired um, a financial advisor, which I thought was really important to have. I'm glad I did because he always, he taught me about P and L's. He taught me about how to look at numbers. He taught me about, you know, uh, you know, how to like make a budget and stick to it and all that kind of stuff. And, <laughs> You know, he really did a lot of that stuff for me. Through him, I ended up meeting this woman that I, her, her name, she's really funny. Her last name's Gambino. And she calls, ah. herself, she calls herself the boss, you know? And when she first got into it, she would not do that. She was embarrassed about her name because people would always ask, you know, stupid questions, you are know? You, are you part of the Gambino family? <laughs> right, right. And once the Sopranos came out, ugh, you know? But yeah. um, anyway, uh, I went to one of her uh, free like workshops and actually I don't think it was free. I, I wanted to hear what she was saying and I paid for it and I went and then I ended up hiring her as a business coach and I've had her now for, oh, I think at least four years now. Okay. And, um, and we talk on a weekly basis and she has helped keep me on the rails mentally, emotionally. She has helped me through, you know, really hard things like the divorce that happened a few years ago. Um, but more than that, she's a tremendous marketer. 
and you know she really knows her stuff so she's always helping me fine tune and, and organize and plan myself and you know i always tell people in my weight loss seminars you can't see the label from inside the jar <laughs> right <laughs> right so you know um it always it, it always helps to have somebody else's perspective but um and you know and, and i love life coaches and all that kind of stuff but I needed somebody who also had a business mind that could help me do what I needed to do. So yeah, right. I've been using people pretty consistently almost my whole time, you know, of being okay. in business. Yeah. And I think that's important even, you know, from the younger side, meaning the startup side of the business, you know, either launching with somebody or if you don't realize that at the time, because a lot of people are like, Oh, let me just start the business. And then they get in there and you're like, Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> I don't know all this stuff. Um, you know, and that's really what like my specialty is really talking to, you know, either startup companies, people that want to start a company or either are newer in business or stagnate in business. Because I've met some business owners and maybe have been in business for a longer time, but they've yeah. grown so slowly because it's just them. They're not like you said, they're not really a business owner. They started because of whatever their product service is. Yeah. And then they realized they weren't really growing. I mean, they were just kind of like here and they would maybe go up a little bit, 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 yeah. but not, and then they get to the point of like, okay, do I want to go further on this versus like, or do I want to stay here? And that's really their own personal call. Mm -hmm. But I, I find mm -hmm. that's, that's critical. I mean, I'm in a couple of different, I'm in a mentorship program that Jack and I are both in. And then I'm also in a, a different coaching program that isn't like one-on-one -on -one coaching, but it's more about the whole, you know, kind of, creating the message and the market, even though I'm a marketing company, like you said, like you're a lot of times you, I mean, I don't even look at my own stuff half the, half the time because I'm too busy with client stuff, but you know, yeah. having that outside person that yeah. can step in and say, Hey, you know, people are going to buy based on what they want at the time. So maybe you think they need this, right? But, it's what they want. So for you, you know, it's like they want weight loss. Yeah. Do they need your formula versus a different formula? You know, obviously you're going right. to say yes, but, but you know, yeah. someone else may say no. So, but it's, it's mm -hmm. really marketing, but you know, so she yeah. said it a little bit different way. Um, so I, I'm definitely with you on the education and even reading, you know, reading more business books, personal development books, things like that. Yeah, uh, I find helps because it makes me more inquisitive. And I just finished listening on the Audible for yep. Cardone's uh, book, Be Obsessed or Be Average. Yeah, yeah. I, I finished his 10x book. Um, yeah, I, did buy book. The, I did buy the, the Cardone University for okay. my team. So we are getting weekly coaching as a team. We're getting weekly coaching. I'm so happy about that because... I want my team to be accountable to somebody outside besides me. You know, it's not always me going, mm. <laughs> you know, yeah, um, exactly. Like, that's, that's, I'm really happy about that. Um, uh, you know, they can't give me the rolling, they can give me the rolling eyes if they want to a certain extent, but they certainly aren't going to do it to him. So excellent. Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, and I, and you know, it's funny, I, what is it, that phrase, um, sell them what they, um, give them what they want, sell them what they need or something like that, right? And, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I think it's important to, you know, to make sure that 
you as the business owner, you have your hand on that, you know, you have your finger on that pulse of what exactly you are trying to get across to people. And I have to, I just went through this, you know, I've been in business for almost 11 years and I know what I'm all about. And I know that there's certain pieces that I have held onto since the beginning of my business. And I wasn't actually able to completely succinctly say it until just last week. Shocking. (laughs) Right. But here, you know, and it all came about from a branding conversation that I was having with my business coach. Cause she said to me, you know, I think some of your stuff is off brand on social media. I said, well, you talk to Michaela, you know, Michaela's my daughter. She does a lot of the marketing, her and I do it together. Okay. I said, she would vehemently disagree with you. And what came out of that conversation was brand isn't how you're doing something. Brand is what you do, right? Okay. What it is that you stand for. Right. Brand is what you're standing for. And so with that conversation, it was like, oh, well, yeah, if that's what brand is defined as, then you're right. All of our marketing is off target <laughs> because we were targeting, we were marketing everything to how you want to know how you want to do our program. Here's how you do it. Well, that's not cool because you know how many people already talk themselves out of it before they even get to our door to ask about it. They already think they can't do it because we've told them how to do it. And they're like, nope, can't do it. Goodbye. Well, meanwhile, that's yeah. not even that that's totally mismarketing. You know, yeah, exactly. <laughs> the, the marketing is do or diet, lose the weight, get off and go do your life. Right. That's the marketing. Yeah. That's it. That's all I actually believe in personally. I hate dieting. Hate it. Oh, who does it? Who, who likes yeah, it? Yeah, exactly. You know, when people, oh, I want my diet as a lifestyle. Mm, Really? So that means you're successfully going to (laughs) fail. Yeah. Unless you're vegan. Like, you know, I I know some people that are (laughs) vegan that seem to love that lifestyle. Yeah. You know, swear by it. Yeah. You know. Right. And and that's fine. That's you. You do you. If that's you, it's certainly not me. I do want a cheeseburger once in a while. I think I had one at Yardley. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, I mean, that's not me. I'm not that person. But no, I, I believe that, you know, okay, you know, do the diet, lose the weight, go do your life now. And and whatever your definition of wellness is, what an obscure word that is, right? <laughs> whatever your definition of wellness is, now you're less weight doing it, you're healthier, and you're more confident. Right? Perfect. You go do you now. That's really where, you know, what we're about. Right. You know? Right. So, so how does it figure it out until now? Well, you know, I mean, you know, sometimes it, when it's right in front of you, it's harder to <laughs> figure it out versus, you know, when the outside person's like, hey, you know, <laughs> I mean, this program I'm in, like she does a whole thing on LinkedIn. And so I've been like updating my LinkedIn profile. I'm like, okay, I really should be on here more. I usually just go in and I, I didn't even realize like my about section is I wrote, I don't must've been like early on when we started the company. I started with a business partner. She left in 2014. Her name is still, was still in my bio. I was like, what the hell? I'm right there. I'm like, I'm like, okay, obviously I haven't been in this section since then, you know, before 2014. 
Yeah. Because I was like, okay, let me update this. <laughs> like, well, you yeah. know, I have to give you kudos because when you asked me for my LinkedIn, I, I'm like, oh my God, I don't even use LinkedIn. I, I just don't. And when you asked me well, for that, I'm like- it's not necessarily where you would market the best anyway, so- No, it's not. Business people could care less about how fat they are. And I'm not being funny, I'm being dead serious. Like a lot of them are so focused on what they're doing, unfortunately, they literally put their health to the side. Well, and, and that's interesting. Yeah, I mean, that's interesting you said that because I mean, a lot of, I've done these and we get into health a little bit depending on who I'm interviewing and, and the yeah. importance of health and mindset and things like that in the entrepreneurial journey. And then I've also created a component where I interview people on specifically health and wellness and kind of the importance around the entrepreneurial journey with yeah. that. I mean, I, yeah. so far I've just interviewed a couple of times with um, one of my clients who's an RN, but she's really, she's not in a hospital. She does more like health and wellness coaching out, you yeah. know, one-on-one -on -one or out in, you know, different places. So right. it speaks about it. So yeah. I know. Like you're, you're your only person. Like right. if you get sick, your whole business goes down. <laughs> Yeah, the whole if business goes down the toilet, you know. Right, like if you can't get out of bed or if there's something going on where you're sick, oh, especially, I mean, not if you're, not if you have a team, but those solopreneurs, I mean, you and I learned what, 25 million people out there are solopreneurs. Right. You get mm -hmm. sick, you know, the last thing you need is to be overweight, tired, eating crappy, feeling crappy, not having your cognitive clarity because of all this oh my gosh you know it it's really undue unnecessary stress for people and but i totally understand when you get in a zone you cannot help it you don't want to come out because you're so it's awesome but on the other side of that your health you know your sleep schedule all that suffers so, yeah, you know, yeah. it's a time and a place for certain things. And yeah, there are times where I'm staying up to one in the morning. I will not go to bed if I'm doing something really cool. <laughs> but, you know, yeah, I can't make I it. I can't that. do my 5 a.m. club if I'm doing that crap. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm at 4 a.m. So I'm like earlier. So, yeah, I cannot. I turn Price into a pumpkin. Limit. Yeah. Limit, well, it used to be my limit. That's the funny thing is like I started at, you know, when I finally was like, okay, I need to get back in this routine of getting up consistently and not like all over the place. And because yes. my, because Jack is a night owl. So I've got the opposite person living with me <clears throat> who stays up until four in the morning some of the time. I mean, uh -huh. I mean, very rarely, but every once in a while he does what you do and he goes yeah. down a rabbit hole of like editing something or he's doing yeah, music okay. video stuff and like, <laughs> oh, it's four. Maybe I should go to bed. And so I'm getting up and he's going to bed. Yeah. So anyway, I got kind of out of the habit of doing it consistently, at least during the week. And, you know, yeah. so I started coming back and that was when probably in early 21 Clubhouse started becoming, well, it was had been created and I think in late 2020 and then early 2021, you know, I got some invitation because you had to be a, invite only at the time when they were in beta mode. And so I'd gone on, I was like, oh, let me like get up and I'll like listen to something motivational or something on that, right. let me check it out because I need to right. know about it anyway from a marketing standpoint. So I got on and I happened at the first club I entered Breakfast with Champions, I happened to enter and and that's what I listened to in the mornings. And the, the guy was recapping what he had just talked about, right? So he did, he would go live, Glenn Lundy would go live at 5.30 a.m. and 
do his little show for 30 minutes. And then he would come on and he was going live on Facebook and Instagram and different platforms and then also Clubhouse. And then he would come back just in the Clubhouse and, you know, if any people had a comment, all that stuff. So I was catching the recap part. So I was like, okay, I guess I gotta get up earlier. So yeah, I backed up further. And then he started about it, talking about his morning routine. So then it backed up to five and then then I backed up to 4.30 and then more recently this year, it's backed up to four because Jack's like, really? You're doing four? <laughs> That's fine. I'm like, but I get so much more done. I'm like, I'm a morning person. So like, I am not a night person. I like, I told yeah. Jack, I'm, I'm like, I'm turning into pumpkin right now. You want me to look at something at, you know, eight o'clock at night last night. I'm like, yeah, uh, the brain's not functioning as well. So, yeah, I have that morning time. I have that night time. That middle of the day yeah. time is where I really phase out. It's almost yeah. like I need the power nap, nap. Yeah, I try and go for a, I mean, since since we're in Florida, we have the advantage we can go for a walk. So I've, I've been trying to do that, Yeah, you know, because yeah. at least even if it's just around the block, because you know, yeah. it's after lunch and you're like, oh, okay, I'm ready for a nap. Um, yeah. Yeah, sometimes no, I'll I, lie I, down and do that. But I find that the nap energizes me a little bit more. I mean, the nap, the, the walk yeah. energizes me a little yeah. more. The nap just makes me want like more of the nap. <laughs> so yeah. I have yeah. a hard time coming back out of the nap. So yeah. I think I, well, I like I do some meditating too. And that always kind of, that's almost like a power nap to me. Like I can meditate and really just kind of relax and drop into that. When I come out of that, I'm like ready to go. I'm like, okay, here we go. Um, you know, and I have to say over the last couple of weeks, I have been doing a lot more caffeine than I usually have been doing. Uh, we're, we're really entering in, you know, I, I really got into the Grant Cardone thing, like, okay, let's do this because, you know, it, we needed it. Um, we're, yeah. you know, my company is not, you know, we're not even near like a 911 or anything like that, but we can see sales have been down and it cannot go like this. You know, we can't keep leaning on the same old, same old tactics because it's not going to go in the right direction. So that's, that's really where, you know, why I did what I did as far as getting to these things and, you know, now mm -hmm. sign the team on and doing all that. It's just so, you know, I, I want to catch it now before, right. You know, before anything gets to the point where it's like, Oh man, you yeah. know, what are you going to exactly. do now? But and how many you know, I also know that the, that the company itself has been in, in existence for 11 years now and, you know, it's going to take time for it to fizzle out if it was going to, which yeah. it's not. <laughs> but exactly. It's going to take time. Don't put that out there to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know? So, yeah. Yeah. So how many people do you have working for you now? Well, right now I have um, four contracted uh, okay. coaches. I have um, uh, five employees. Uh, three of them are, uh, four of them are full-time. One of them's yeah. like almost full-time. She's getting there and me. Okay. So, uh, yeah, there's, uh, 10 people total in our company. Uh, and the four coaches, one of them's in Wisconsin, two of them's in New York, one of them's in North Carolina, you know, cause all the, all the coaching that happens is virtual, you know, over the phone, right? Right. You know, exactly. Texting, talking, zooming, whatever yeah. we're doing. So that's, they can be anywhere. And these coaches have been clients of mine. Okay. Uh, and they've been through the program. They're, they've kept their weight yeah. off. And now they're teaching other, you know, supporting and getting an accountability for, yeah. you know, the weight loss program. Um, you know, 
it's it's my number one thing to make sure people are supported during this process because you know it's not so much a food thing it's here you right. know and i tell people there is no diet that can change why you're eating no i mean we have a great diet it has whole food, it's got water, it's got natural supplements, there's nothing bad in the supplements, it interferes with anything, and you have support. We have a really great process, but, <laughs> you know, there's no magic bullet to how you live your life no. when you get off the diet. You know, you, you know, no. oh, can I keep the weight off? I don't know, can you? <laughs> exactly, it's up to you. I mean, I find, yeah, I mean, I mean, I've done, I don't know if you've heard of 75 hard, have you ever heard of 75 hard? No. Look it up sometime because I won't go into all the details, but it's yes. so 75 hard is a 75 day program. So it's not a fitness program. It's really a mental yeah. toughness program. So the person that created it is all about mental toughness. So it's got a big fitness component. And the fitness component is you do two 45 minute periods of exercise every day. One has to be outside and they have to be at least three hours apart. So you can't do like an hour and a half in the morning. and You're like, oh, I'm done. Right, so right, right, that piece. Right. And then the other piece is you have to follow a diet and it's not like a diet, like, okay, I'm going to lose weight. It's a diet, whatever you want. So I'm following like the blood type diet, for example, but you can yeah, follow keto, you can do intermittent fasting. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you could do whatever you want. Mm -hmm. So, and when I came, so 75 days, so I started in March of last year. Then I waited two weeks, I did phase one. So 75 parts, one piece. And then phase one is kind of the, Part of his live hard program which is his year long so it's a whole year um so phase one has different challenges so it's like 75 hard on and then you add a bunch of stuff to <laughs> add a bunch of stuff to it to make it even more challenging and from the mental toughness so you can either go right into it or you can i waited a couple of weeks and went into it and then from phase one to phase two you have to wait at least 30 days i think i waited a couple months to do it and then from there phase three which is the very last phase of that whole year you have to do it the last 30 days leading into when you started 75 hard. So it's wow. kind of got you where you could potentially, you know, you could go off of the program completely. And then when you come back on, you're like, okay, can I really do this? And so I'm in day 15 of phase three right now. Wow. <laughs> so, and phase three is the hardest of all the phases, of course. And mm -hmm. I chose, you know, I chose not to, you could, his little app says, do you want to do 75 hard again before you like while you're waiting, basically. I was like, oh, it's Thanksgiving's coming up. Christmas is coming up. <laughs> I mean, and I love sweets. And so yeah. obviously 75 yeah. or, you know, this blood type thing, you can yeah. have sweets, but it needs to be like honey based or, you know, like right. other not sugar. Yeah. So I was like, no, I won't do that. Yeah. I went down this rabbit hole of like, let's eat sweets. Yay. <laughs> you know, um, Yep. So, cause I love, you know, and then once you eat it, your body craves it. So oh, yeah. and yeah, then it's, it's a drug for sure. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. now that I've been off of it for 15 days, well, more than 15, cause I was trying to ramp up into it, but you know, I feel so much better and have more energy and I don't have as many of those dips in the afternoon, like you were talking about when yeah. I, uh, yeah. when I do it, but you know, it's like you said, it's like, what are you going to do to maintain after you come off of your plan? Yeah. And I, you know, I, t I do tell people and, and I, one of the things that I always tell people too, you know, we are giving them the tools that they need and they're working these tools right. into their habits that, and there's no reason to stop using them. You've been using them for a couple of months. You've done your thing, whatever, you know, what you're going to do with those, those tools that you have been using easily now is, is totally within your control. 
Um, physically speaking, though, some some diets out there do put the human body in a in a in a position where when the diet is over, the body does and will gain at right. probably one third to two thirds of the weight back yep. all by itself. Oh, absolutely. Because you weren't you weren't using what you should have been using. You weren't you were losing weight on the scale, but you were losing good stuff that you were going to have to put back. Right. And that's that's such a huge difference between that and what we're doing. Okay. And, you know, everybody, that's why, I, uh, you know, people sometimes make fun of us. Well, it's low calorie diet. Of course, we're going to lose weight. Yeah. Yep. You're right. <laughs> but, uh, you know, you, you won't you won't have the propensity to put on your muffin top, you know, right. versus putting on muscle that you've lost that you need. Right. So there's, you know, what, yeah. what could you lose is the actual question. Um, but again, you know, what are you going to do with that life after you're done? And exactly. are you going to take the good habits with you? Are you going to keep applying them? You know, I mean, there's four major things that we tell people, listen, this is where we see people falling off. We don't want you back in our doors because it's right. more for us to, to have somebody shouting about us going, oh, my God, I finally lost the weight and kept it off. Versus right. somebody who keeps coming back, coming back, coming yeah. back. Revolving door. We get no <laughs> referrals from the guy who keeps coming back. No. Because nobody it works, him. but then I gain the weight back. <laughs> that's that's him, not right? a good, uh, it's yeah, a good program. Nobody believes him. Right. Okay, that's great. So we literally tell people, okay, listen, you know, the, the diet industry is based on people's failures. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Absolutely. 100%. And that is not why I started my company. My company was not started because I'm looking forward to everybody failing and me keep making money off of people's failure. No yeah. way. I don't want to be in a diet. <laughs> I don't want to keep buying this stuff. You know, I don't want to keep doing that either. So then no. how can we set up our clients to be the best they can be? And, you know, and my motto is we love seeing less of you. you know? <laughs> I love that. That's it. We love that's, a good yeah, that's a good tagline. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yes, it is our tagline. Yeah. No, but I mean, it's no. so true because you'd rather them be successful. And like you said, shout from the mountaintops of like, this is what I did. Cause then their right. friends and people that talk about it. I mean, I've had people start 75 hard just because I do videos about 75 hard and they're like, Oh, I'm right. following your journey. Like, you know, all this stuff. And I'm like, you know, they don't even comment. They don't like or anything. Or they're just like, you know, stalking you. <laughs> they're like, I'm following yeah. your journey. And then all of a sudden they're doing 75 hard and they're attributing it to me. Um, yeah. yeah. So I think people and people watch that. And, you know, like you said, when you all sell that weight, people are like, oh, how'd you do it? Like, what's yeah, yeah. what's going on? And, um, yeah. you know, I think yeah. it's such a valuable thing. And I mean, mm -hmm. I, that's why I think I love, you know, I know you rebranded the company, but I love the wellness in your name yeah. at this point, because I think that that promotes something very different than diet. Yeah, like you like you said, diet means that you have to keep doing it or, you know, because so many people go on whatever. I mean, there's a couple of them out there that I'm like, yeah, but when you go off of that, yeah. if you choose to go off of that, yes. you know, like the keto diet, for example, I mean, right. I don't, you know, I don't know that really well, but I know enough about it mm -hmm. that, you know, if you choose to go off of that, you're going to gain the weight right back. I mean, there's mm -hmm. just, your body's not in ketosis anymore. And I mean, at least that seems to be the science of it from what I've read about it, you right. know, and I'm sure right. some people can do it and I'm not saying it's completely unsuccessful, but, yeah. um, yeah. I think that's the bigger challenge is 
Yeah. You know, you have to find something that works for you. And I think, you know, the other benefit seems like you guys have is you have the coaching, you have the support, you have, it's not just like, here, follow this diet and come back mm-hmm. at the end and, of 10 weeks and we'll talk to you then. <laughs> you know, yeah. you have the ongoing support, which is so critical, yeah. you know, whether you're in business, whether you're trying to get healthier, you know, all that type of thing. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. So, um, so one more question before we start to wrap up is I heard a minute ago that you were talking about your daughter doing some of the social media and some of the marketing and everything. So do you have other, like, is your ex-husband still in the company? No, um, that was part of the, that was (laughs) part part of the the split. (laughs) That was part of the deal. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That would probably be a little awkward, but (laughs) yeah. Um, yeah. More of our stuff was happening at work than at home. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Understood. So uh, your daughter works for you. Yeah. Yeah, she works for me. She's been with me uh, for about eight years now. She never went to college. She came right out of high school and decided she wanted to work for the business for a bit to get some real life experience. And she just has been (laughs) with me ever since. Um, My uh, son-in-law now works for me. And then I have my, um, she's my, she was my sister-in-law. And uh, she's still my, she's still one of my team members, um, oh, you know, great. and then I have uh, a girl that I've known for quite some time. She's also working with me, uh, but she's not a family member. She's just somebody I've known for a while. Right. Um, and then my five coaches, they're, they're all ex clients. So, yeah, yeah. No, I think that's important when the family supports, obviously your family's supporting even more from the standpoint that they're in the company, um, not just supporting you from afar, but even the the part you shared at the very beginning of your ex-husband being in support early on and, and, you know, you guys making those decisions together. I mean, I think, you know, because so many business owners don't necessarily have that because the person Mm -hmm. doesn't understand that you're working longer hours to have a better life down the road. Yes. You know, but they want your attention now and your, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, No, we, we were definitely in full support of each other doing everything we had to do to make that work for sure. For sure. Yeah. So as we start to wind down, I do ask one question of everyone at the very end. And that is if you were going to give a piece of advice Mm -hmm. to a, someone that wanted to start a business, could be anything that either you learned along your journey or maybe you knew that's helped kind of accelerate your path. What would that be? Um, one piece of advice for someone that, who wants to start a business. I would not want them, don't underestimate the time and the effort that it's going to take to really get it going. Um, and I have to be honest, I, I do not think that anybody should ever give up their job until they truly have an income created from that, from that business. You do not want a jobby, you know, why that's the job hobby, right? You don't, you don't want a job. Well, I've never heard that said before. There you go. <laughs> now you can and use it. <laughs> yeah. You're going to you like don't want a that. copyright that. <laughs> and you can even spell it J-H-O-B-B-Y. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, don't do that. And and I feel that that is so important because although I think that it, it's a good idea for people to just say, burn the bridge and go for it, I am not going to, you know, I'm not going to sink. You're right, you're not. 
but you'd rather be swimming as a professional <laughs> swimmer than doing a doggy paddle because you're in so much debt. Yeah, treading water. You just don't want to be yeah. in that situation. And it's not, it's not good. When, no. And, and, you know, because it's almost like that's, that's your care out in front of you. Right. You are going to get rid of, if this, if this job over here is so aggravating to you and, and, or you see that I could do it so much better, that's great. Right. But do you know how many electricians I know, plumbers I know, and I'm not picking on guys. I'm just saying I've been to BNI, right? We've been oh, all yeah. those networking. <laughs> you know how many of these guys were really great at being an electrician and a plumber, but they are really crappy business owners. Oh yes. They don't yes. call you. They don't get back. They know nothing about running a business. All they knew is that the boss that they had before was annoying. And there were things that they didn't do that just irritated them. So I'm going to do my own business. Yep. Okay. But know what you're getting yourself into. Right. Don't let it scare you if it really makes you excited to do that. But also know that you're not going to be an electrician for much longer if you want to make this an actual financial opportunity for yourself and your family. Yeah. You will not be that electrician. You will have to learn how to be a business owner, a manager, a team player, a team leader, <laughs> a financial guru, yep. a marketing person. And once you figure all that out, then you can start hiring people when you're yeah. making the money. Yeah. Don't forget so, web designer, accountant. You know, oh, I can name a few more in there. So. <laughs> and I, and my thing is that I don't want to scare anybody from doing what they want to do. No. Because don't no, be afraid of it. Because there's be a aware. Of people that have done it. But yeah. be smart. Don't. Yeah. Don't give up that financial right. thing until you really get this going. And then you've got some confidence. Then you right. really know that you didn't shoot yourself in the foot and you're in debt and you're just stressed out all the time. If you're stressed out all the time, you are not going to be able to be creative for your new business. Yeah, exactly. So be stressed while you're working a ton of hours on both pieces, but don't be stressed about the fact that you can't make your rent. That's not right. cool. No. You know? No. Yeah, so 100% agree. There it so, is. <laughs> thank you, Nanette, for joining me today. And if anyone wanted to reach out to you or learn more about your product, what's the best way to connect? Uh, definitely, um, we have our, uh, well, it's it's alulawellness.com, A-L-U-L-A, -L -L -A, and then wellness.com, um, or 845 713 Perfect. Thank, thank you, you so again. much. Thank you again for joining me. And thank you, everyone, for joining us on the Dream Plan Stark Rose Show. Again, my name is Allison Turner. I love helping new business owners create businesses, you know, from the coaching side all the way through the marketing side, because my company also does the branding and the website design and all the that side of the company as well. So you can integrate everything together. Or if you're just stuck and need kind of a push forward, a direction forward, you can also reach out to me on dreamplanstartgrow.com. And I do offer a 30 minute complimentary consultation. So thank you again for joining me, Nanette, and everyone have a great day. Thanks for tuning in to the Dream Plan Start Grow podcast with Allison Turner. If you like what you heard, make sure to subscribe and leave a review. Join the Dream Plan Start Grow community by following us on Facebook or Instagram at Dream Plan Start Grow. See you in the next episode.